Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking, and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. So we talk about wanting to start an event planning business regardless uh, whether it's a full-time endeavor or a side hustle. So just a, just a heads up, when I talk about certain topics that I am extremely passionate and excited about, um, my grammar and also my train of thoughts go everywhere. So just bear with me and me being a Singaporean, we have our own uh, version of English that's called Singlish. And uh, we don't often differentiate between the past tense and the present tense, singular or plural. My six-year-old very often have to has to correct my English and my grammar. But hey, as long as you understand what I'm saying, all those little details are no big deal, right? Okay, so now we have decided to start our own event planning company. So the often uh, number one hindrance that people share with me is where am I going to find the time to do this, especially if I have a full-time job? So if you have a full-time job, this is your side hustle, right? And if you have children, that means you have a third job <laughs> because you also have to run the household, take care of their homework, etc., etc. So when you are thinking to start your own event planning company, that's why it's so important to go back to your why. Once you understand why you're doing what you're doing, what motivates you to have this business, why you want to have this business, no matter how tired you are or when you say that you don't have time, you will make time to do what you need to do to grow the business because that becomes your priority. When people tell me that, oh, I don't have time to do this, I, should, I always tell them, let's correct that. It's not that you don't have time to do this. It's you didn't make time to do this, which equates to whatever you say that you want to do and it's important to you. It's really not that important. It's not priority. So let's go back to your why you want to do this, why you want to have your event planning business, what's the motivator behind that. And then take a fresh look at your schedule. And I teach my clients inside my mentorship program to make a CEO schedule. What exactly is a CEO schedule? So it's a schedule that is going to mesh your personal life and also your business life together. You know, often people say, oh, I don't mix my personal life with my business life. You know, I used to believe in that, but eventually I realized that it's all BS because if you are so into your business and you are also very into your, your life, your personal life, you only have one life and you only have one time. How are you going to do two things with when you only have one time and one life, you're going to have to interconnect them together so that it works well and complement 
each other. So a CEO schedule is something that is instrumental to to the success of your business, knowing how to manage your time. We all have the same amount of time. Why are some people more efficient than the others? Why do some people get more things done compared to others? So this is something that you have to think about. Are you being very intentional with your time? Do you really know how you're spending your time? Are you able to say at the end of the day, oh, I have done everything that what I wanted to do? Are you doing things that is moving the, that are moving the success needle the fastest or you're just doing things as a to-do list instead of what we call a success list? So what exactly is on your list of things to do? So this is what we're going to be talking about today on this podcast about a CEO schedule. So when you're making your CEO schedule, you have to think about what are the things that we call the non-negotiables. The non-negotiables are categorized into two categories, one for your personal life and one for your business life. So your personal life is non-negotiable. Like for me, I must work out at least 30 minutes a day and often I'll take one hour, which is the after I drop Mia off at school, I walk her to school, I come home, I will always take at least 30 minutes to one hour to exercise. And that is my non-negotiable, my personal non-negotiable. And when she has her uh, after school activities, I will chauffeur her and I will stay there and I watch her do her after school activities. Those are my non-negotiable. Uh, my also personal non-negotiable is self-enrichment where I will where I'll spend time listening to podcasts and also anything that it nourishes my mind, my brain, my emotions, my physical uh, well-being. Those are my non-negotiable, right? Spending time with your family during dinner time, homework time over the weekends, spending time with my husband, have a date night. Those are my non-negotiable. So those are all my personal non-negotiable, calling my family in Singapore, FaceTiming them. Those are my personal non-negotiable. So those are the, the things that will take up time on my CEO schedule. Now let's look at your business non-negotiable. What are the things that are non-negotiable on your CEO schedule for your business? You must populate your CEO schedule with business non-negotiable items that consist of anything that has a brand outreach or outreach to your potential client, existing client, and your past client. Anything that is sales-generating activities, forming connection, doing discovery call, doing site visits, talking to vendors, talking to venues, posting on your social media, engaging on your social media, anything that, that will allow you to speak to people, to build know, like, and trust, to nurture the people who's following you with, with meaningful content and also to stay in contact with your past potential and current client. You want to stay top of their mind. So those are your non-negotiable items. And then of course, once a week, you should be implementing things that, are, that admin stuff, right? For your business, 
such as understanding how much money is coming in, how much expense is going out, what are how are you pacing in terms of your sales pipeline, how many leads are you working on, how many follow-ups do you have to have to do, how many appointments do you have you already made for the next two weeks? Those are your meantimes creating content for your social media, right? Do you want to do it one hour a week? Do you want to block three hours on one day to do it? So, so those are your non-negotiables. And, you know, when, when I have clients inside my mentorship program, especially when they are first starting the, um, you know, join the program or people who are first starting their business, they are all hot-blooded and fully motivated and they go all gung-ho on their CEO schedule where it is not very realistic. They put themselves waking up at five o'clock in the morning to work out and then go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and squeezing every single minute to, to, uh, to work on their business. This is not sustainable. If that is not your lifestyle, if that is not your lifestyle of waking up at five o'clock in the morning, like for me, no way I'm going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. All right, I need my sleep. So if that is not your lifestyle and that is not how your body is programmed, then it will not be a sustainable CEO schedule. So start with your current lifestyle, start with your current schedule, look at your current schedule and see what can we tweak, what can we add, what can we take out. And, you know, my business coach have always taught us to everything you see on your schedule, you're going to ask yourself three questions. What can we automate? What can we delegate and what can we delete? You don't have to do everything. You may think that you need to do everything. You may think that you are the only person who can do everything because nobody can do better than you. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. You're not that super, all right? Sometimes we find people who can do things better than us and faster than us. So don't let your ego stand in the way of thinking that you have to be the only person to do everything, okay? So so if there are things on your schedule that's taking you away from doing more productive things for your business, you have to ask yourself, can I delegate this task? Like sometimes I take turns with my husband to pick up Mia from after school activities so that I can gain back some time to, to work on my business. And also, you know, like when people ask me like, okay, grocery shopping, all right? I used to think that I have to go into the store because I, I can't trust my husband to go buy me some produce because he doesn't know how to pick fruits or meat. And then I realized that, you know what? I need to let go of this control freak thinking that I'm the only person who can pick the best produce and meat for the family. And I started to trust, you know, Amazon and I have Whole Foods to deliver the produce and, and whatever I need from the supermarket. And if I don't like what I receive, I can always, you know, send a feedback and they'll refund me the money. So, so that take away, you know, that saved me two hours of my time that I don't have to drive there, do the grocery shopping, drive back. So I just have to go on my phone and order the food. So I, um, I delegate that. I delegate my husband to pick up my daughter. And what else can I automate? You know, what can I automate? So I automate my email campaign. So I send out emails every Thursdays and I automate that. And uh, I don't have to manually send out the email. I use, uh, I use a software and it sent out to 4,000 over people on my email list at this time of recording the podcast. 
And what can you delegate, right? I create the content for all my social media, but I am not good with technology. I am also not very creative when it comes to graphics. So I delegate it to my team members, you know, that I, I trust to know my vision, to know my brand. And they use the right branding color. They use the right language to, um, to write captions for my content. And they do, they do all my social media posts. I come up with the content, I give them bullet points and they go expand my bullet points into captions and paragraphs into blogs and emails. So I delegate that out as well. So you may be thinking that, well, you know, I'm just starting out. Uh, I don't have the funds to do all the automation and delegation. Then, you know, there are a few things you need to think about, right? So you don't have to do everything at one time. You just have to do that one thing that is going to drive sales, that is going to drive your brand visibility, that's going to get you out there to talk to people. That one thing that you are most comfortable doing with, doing, you know, that one thing that you're most comfortable doing have the least resistance and it comes easiest for you. All right. So if networking is your thing, you prefer to meet face to face, then you got to make sure that networking is on your CEO schedule at least two to three times, uh, you know, at least once a week. So three to four times a month, if you love to meet face to face. But if you are someone who is a social media ninja and you are not an in-person uh, person, right? You don't, you, you feel a little awkward when you have to talk to people in person, strangers, then to make sure that you you spend your energy at the very beginning of your business on beefing up your digital presence, your social media and your website. So you don't have to do everything at one time. So I always say that if it's a big task, okay, a task that especially a task that you're not comfortable doing and it requires a lot of your time, just make that your one goal on your CEO schedule. So assuming you're going to be revamping your website or building your website. Now, building website is no small task and you don't have the funds to build your website. That means you have to do it yourself and you're working a full-time job. So building a website has a technical perspective and also the content as well. So you have to think about, okay, where can I find the time to build the website? So you have to look at your CEO schedule, say, okay, during lunchtime, I'm going to work a little bit on my content. So that's five days, that's five hours. Okay, so 30 minutes or one hour lunch, that's five hours that you're working a little bit, a little bit, a little bit on your website. And then on the weekend, if you are a full-time, if you are a part-time CEO, that means you have a full-time job, expect to work at least four hours on your business on the weekends. And this is what we call understanding your why. All right. If you know what you're doing is going to fulfill your dream, okay, your motivation, your why, why you do what you do, why do you want to have your business, that four hours over the weekend that you have to work on your business, you understand it's a given, it's to be expected. It's, it's a sacrifice that you're happily making so that you can achieve the big dreams that you expire to achieve by having this business. You know, freedom comes with a price and that price is a short-term or temporary sacrifice. So if you're thinking to have a business and you're looking at those Instagram picture-perfect entrepreneurs who are chilling at the pool, having a cocktail, constantly traveling, hey, listen, it's not that it's not real. It's they only show you what is the, the fruits of the labor. They haven't shown you what exactly goes into making that vision of them chilling, all right? 
I remember like one time um, quite recently, I, um, you know, on my CEO schedule is to send out connection calls, make connections on LinkedIn. And because I have a three-day conference I have to attend and it's a full-day conference, my CEO schedule got disrupted. But I know that I have to do what I need to do because I need to build my pipeline. I need to talk to more people. And this is one of the biggest success needle that I need to push, right? The biggest domino that I need to push in order to gain more success and momentum for my business. So this is what I did. I came back from the in-person conference It's at night, like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I could have just taken a shower and go to bed, but no. My CEO schedule has a non-negotiable item, which is to send out connection calls, connection emails, make connections, send out messages. And I sat in front of my computer and said, you know what? We're just going to take 30 minutes to do this. So, so in that 30 minutes, I did what I have to do. Then I go take a shower and I go to bed. So that is the level of commitment that you must have for your business. And when I was taking that 30 minutes, even though it was very late, was it a drag for me? Was it, uh, was it like a... A, um, a task that I detest doing? No, absolutely not. Because I am so buy-in into my vision and my mission of my company. Everything I do, whatever I want to do, is all. it all starts with the emotions of what I want to achieve and the feeling of how it feels like when I'm already at that successful place that I am visioning. So I can feel the success in my blood. And when I feel that the emotions trigger me to take inspired actions, when it's inspired actions, that means when you're doing that task, you don't feel that it's a drag because you're inspired, right? You're inspired to do what you need to do to get you to where you want to be. So for me, it was never a drag. And I always, you know, want to go back that you really have to understand your why, why you're doing what you're doing. My why is to build a legacy for my daughter. My why is to build a legacy in the event planning field that people have the choice to want to build, have the choice to build the life that they want to live while doing something they absolutely love, event planning and having an event planning business. My why is to teach you everything that I can teach that has helped me to build my business into multiple six figures, going to seven figures very soon. So that's how strong I am behind my why. And that's why recording a podcast, that's why doing a, a, you know work, sales generating work at midnight, two, three o'clock in the morning, it's not a drag for me. So go back to your foundation, go back to your why. Okay, so those non-negotiable items, right? I mentioned about sales-driven activities, items, admin work. Um, you know, if you're a full-time job, you have a full-time job, you need to um, spend at least four hours over the weekend to work on your side hustle. When it's a big task, make sure that you break it down and have realistic expectation, okay? You can't be comparing yourself to someone who is building their business full time to complete their website in one week versus you who has a full time job who have children that you need to attend to or other family obligations that you need to attend to that is a non negotiable and you can't expect to complete that same task within the same amount of time give yourself some grace this is one thing that i think a lot of us especially women and high achievers sometimes we don't give ourselves enough grace enough leeway to say that it's okay that i'm moving slower than uh th than the others you know than what i think i should be doing faster 
Okay, we we give ourselves unrealistic expectation that oh, you know what? How come I'm not doing it uh, as fast as I thought I could? Well, you, maybe when you, what you think you could achieve in that period of time is not a realistic expectation. So I operate in my own current reality. I don't compare my progress to my to other people in the same field as me. I don't call them competitors because we all have our own own personality, our our own way of presenting ourselves, our own way of attracting our clients. So we we all do our own thing. So I don't compare myself to my to my to my air quote okay competitors i'm using air quotes they're not really competitors they're people who do the same thing in the same field as me so i don't compare myself to them because i don't know what are their circumstances i don't know what's their environment i don't know what is going on in their life that is allowing them to do certain things or not do certain things all i know is me i only look at my reality and i operate in my own little bubble i do what i can do best i do it at the time frame that i know is realistic and then away i go so don't be so hard on yourself when you're making your ceo schedule and building your business okay so when you have already done your non-negotiable you know what are the things that you need to do that is a must do for your personal life and also your business life you need to block a time for it on your schedule if it's not on the schedule if it's not on the calendar it doesn't exist <laughs> very simple if it's not on the schedule it doesn't exist because you need reminders okay we are like a monkey brain we are 10,000 you know we get put 10,000 different ways you need to hold yourself accountable you have to hold yourself accountable. You got to block those time and you got to show up and do those tasks that you block the time for. Now, if something happens that pull you away during that time to do that task, you have to ask yourself this question. Why am I allowing that distraction to happen? Can this that can this task that I got distracted to do, can this be done by somebody else? Can this wait? Can this be done by somebody else or can it wait? Why does it require your immediate attention? You have to ask yourself these questions, okay? Why does it require my immediate attention? Can this be done by somebody else? Or can it, or, you know, can it wait? Or can it be, can, do you even need to do this? Is this task even necessarily to be done? And if for whatever reason you have to get distracted or you have to be put away to get those tasks done, then you need to hold yourself accountable at the end of the day, audit yourself. How many tasks did you not get done? How come you allow those distractions to happen? And you have to find the time to make up for those lost time, okay? Lost time, air quote again. Lost time, you have to make up for that. You, If you're not able to fully complete all those tasks that you have blocked on your CEO schedule because there were some distraction like your family visiting. So these are the things that you, you want to spend time with them. So, you, you know, you got to schedule your CEO schedule a little bit differently, but you got to find time to compensate for that. Your CEO schedule is not it's not a set in stone, okay? I changed my CEO schedule based on the seasons, um, based on the school, the school curriculum, based on after-school curriculum, and based on the peak seasons and non-peak seasons of my business. And if it's the holiday season, you know, where we have a lot of family visiting, then you know that your CEO schedule is going to go to trash <laughs> because you will be spending a lot more time um, hanging out with your family. So be realistic, right? Don't try to cram so many things on your CEO schedule. See what must be, those are the things that you must do 
okay? Doing something for 15, if you block a task that is for 30 minutes and you only have 15 minutes to do, doing that 15 minutes is better than not doing it at all. Because if you don't do it, you will lose the momentum and you will tell yourself, ah, you know what? I didn't do it yesterday. Let me do it tomorrow. And then you just procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. And then you realize that, you know what? I really don't like doing that. I don't want to do it anymore. And then what happens? You say, one day you wake up. How come I don't have any sales? Because you stop doing the sales generating activities. Okay. So I think at the end, at the end of the day, you are all mature business people. You hold yourself accountable understand that nothing is ever set in stone. You've got to be fluid with your CEO schedule. And when distraction comes in, you have to ask yourself, why is this distraction? Why am I allowing this distraction? Where am I going to find time to replace my lost time by allowing this distraction come in? Always do an audit at the end of the day to see the pattern. Why do you constantly allowing this particular distraction happen? If it's a constant pattern and it's always the constant distraction, that means whatever the distraction is has to be put inside your CEO schedule and block a time for that. So it no longer becomes a distraction. It becomes a must-do because if it keeps happening every day, that means it needs attention every day. But if it's not something that happens every day, every so often it keeps coming up and you keep allowing yourself to be distracted, then you need to recognize that habit and that pattern. And then you have to ask yourself deeper questions. Why am I allowing that to happen? Like if you don't like doing social media, you run out of ideas, you don't like coming on videos, right? And so what do you do? You procrastinate it. You find all kinds of excuses. You allow all kinds of distraction to come in so that you don't have to do that thing. So if you recognize that pattern when you audit yourself every day and every week, that means that may be something that you have so much resistance doing, even though you know it's critical for your business, then it's time for you to subcontract out that task. It's time for you to delegate that task. And you say, but I don't have the money to do that. Well, you know what? It's, you got you to make a choice. It's your choice. Either you suck it up to do it and find some enjoyment in it and break it down into smaller tasks. You don't have to do the whole shebang at one time. Maybe start with posting once a week, posting twice a week, making a video once a week. Instead of thinking of coming on five days full with posting and, social, and, and videos, the whole nine yards. So start small. Get used to making little actions, you know, sales, you know, when I say do a goal, I, I always suggest making a goal at the, for the week, a action goal, an action goal, not a, not a revenue goal. Action goal is to, so that you can say that I want to make three calls this week. And you come, you congratulate yourself once you make that three calls, instead of saying, I'm going to make three sales, because if you make three, if you don't make that three sales, you're discouraged and you don't want to do it again. But if you do action goals, you achieve those action goals. You'll be like, you know what? I can do those three calls. I can do the fourth call. I can do the fifth call. So that's how you build your confidence and you build momentum. Okay. So I hope today's podcast is helpful in helping you to formulate your CEO schedule. And if you want to chat more, you know, 
click on the show notes, find, find my contact information, follow me on in my Instagram or send me an email. So, or, you know, or click the link to join my Facebook group. There are many ways to get hold of me. DM me on my Instagram. Let's have a little chat to see if you want me to help you along your way in building your business. Okay. All right. So have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.